it's really bloody difficult. I kind of, you know, in the first three months, I thought, I don't know how I'm ever going to go back. This is just a, this is more than a full-time job. And of course, it, it gets better. Of course it does. But it, in that moment, you think, God, I can't see a way out of this really. And how am I going to get my career back? It can be quite kind of a lonely place as well. And, and you put a lot of kind of unrealistic expectations on yourself about getting back to work and being a super mum. And there's, there's all this guilt and these various kind of things. So it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty hard. You're listening to the Risky Mixed Parenthood Diaries. Join us as we explore the lives of working parents in insurance, the highs, the lows, and the laughs in between. I'm Katie. I'm Raj. And I'm Josie. Come learn and be inspired by our guests' stories, and let's work together to create an insurance industry that supports working parents the way it should do. And a quick thanks to our series partners, Genesis and the Camelot Network, for their ongoing support and making it possible for us to do what we do. Katie, welcome back. Um, so, so great to have you back on the podcast. I mean, I've loved, absolutely loved um, stepping in as co-host in your absence, but it's fantastic to have you, have you back in your rightful position. Um, and thank you for um, uh, keeping me on to be part of the Parenthood Diaries that I'm so excited to be a part of. And we're going to hear more about that today. But before we do, um, we'd love to hear some more about how you're finding being a new mum. Tell us, what's it like? Well, firstly, thank you for having me back. It's so nice to be back chatting with you and Raj. I've missed you both. And thanks again, Josie, for stepping in while I've been uh, on mummy duties um, to keep the Risky Mix going. And yes, very excited to launch the new series. To your question on, yeah, how is it being a new mum? So I am seven months in, which is just ridiculous because I don't know where that time's gone. I think um, it's... uh, yeah, it's pretty hard. You know, people say that having a, a baby is difficult and uh, you kind of go, yeah, yeah, but can't be that hard. You know, I've got a dog. I've raised a dog. Surely I can raise a baby. And um, yeah, no, nothing can quite prepare you for having a baby. Um, it's uh, it's quite an experience. A few things kind of surprised me. So I think the the lack of time is very interesting. You kind of You kind of think... I mean, this is how naive I was. I thought, you know, I could have a baby and then come back to work a few weeks later, pop the baby asleep next to me and I could be on video (laughs) calls and be as productive as always. And I'm learning that seven months in, I still can't do much work. So yeah, so time is a, time is a very interesting one. Um, So yes, lots of uh, two and three hour, uh, living your life on kind of two and three hour um, routines in terms of naps and things like that. Mm. Um, but, you know, the flip side are all those kind of wonderful moments when you get to bond with the baby. You know, I've got a little boy called Billy and he he changes so quickly and every day is is different. And he's, you know, now he's eating solids and he's very giggly and smiley and, you know, all just one little smile from him. And it makes it makes a very stressful day just kind of melt away. So um, it's quite hard to give a succinct answer on this. I guess it's a bit of a bit of a, a roller coaster, but an amazing one. Brilliant. Thank you. And 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 what is the the kind of setup at the moment? Are you staying home with Billy? Is John working, or you know how are you guys approaching that at the moment? Mm, yes. Yeah, so so John is is yeah full time. We've taken a bit of a traditional uh, split, I suppose. John's been full time, and I've been pretty much full time baby. But I'd say I've been doing kind of I've been dabbling with bits of work here and there. Um, 
and and you know very excited to be transitioning back into the into the podcast at this stage and the, and the plan is that um from July John will become a full-time dad for the next few months um which will free me up to to go back into work a little bit more so it's good in that sense where you know we it's been really important for us to maintain both careers so so yes I'm really glad to be kind of transitioning back in now and I'm really pleased that John will have more time with Billy uh, from this point on as well great that's really good to hear and for any listeners who didn't know John is Katie's husband yes sorry <laughs> yeah shout out to John doing a great job with nappy not the dog he's not the dog <laughs> no, no no I mean no the, the dog is Winston he's not helping with the baby uh, how, his dad, how, is, dad is John <laughs> how is he with the uh, how is he with the baby Winston so he um, he ignores the baby because the baby has pushed him down the ranks. So he's not he's not particularly happy about that. Brilliant, thanks, Katie. And yes, it is wonderful to have you back. Um, so the Parenthood Diaries, tell us about that. Um, we're looking at a, a ten part mini series running across five months, mm-hmm. interviewing a whole range of, of fantastic people. Um, what was the inspiration, and and what what do you hope to get out of it? so excited about this so I guess you know as you know we've had lots of previous guests who um, are new parents or are parents of slightly older children and there have always been so many challenges around it in terms of um, you know telling your employer or transitioning back to work and how you deal with your confidence and imposter syndrome and various things like that and 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 just how hard it is actually to juggle having a, a baby and, or a child and a full-time career um, We've had enough of those conversations, but I think actually living that, particularly kind of in the early days of having Billy, I just re- it just really brought it home to me that it's it's really bloody difficult. I kind of you know in the first three months I thought I don't know how I'm ever going to go back. This is just a this is more than a full time job, and of course it, it gets better. Of course it does, but it, in that moment you think God, I, this is um can't see a way out of this really, and I, how am I going to get my career back? So. Yeah, so it can be quite kind of a lonely place as well. And and you put a lot of kind of unrealistic expectations on yourself about getting back to work and being a super mum. And there's there's all this guilt and these various kind of things. So layer on top of that, I should say, a lot of uh, hormonal imbalances as well. Um, you know, I would just, I was thinking, you know, I'd love to just learn more from people who've been there and done it. So that's, I suppose, where the kind of idea for the, the podcast miniseries came about really um and as I suppose I, I kind of spoke to to yourself and Josie a bit more about it I guess we realized that actually the series is is bigger than that you know because those challenges go far beyond baby stage you know you've got um parents of teenagers who have a completely different raft of challenges but still challenges and we lose a lot of people from workplaces who have teenage children uh women in particular so you know that there, there are so many aspects that we should be addressing there's kind of the infertility um challenges there's different routes to becoming parents whether that's adoption or surrogacy so there are so many things that we want to talk about and differences that we want to celebrate and a whole host of kind of education and inspiration that I think we can bring about with the series so I guess yeah that's kind of what the thinking is really love it love it and and who who really is the series kind of targeting who should who should listen so I think from from my perspective, I guess it's um, you know parents in insurance a, a bit like myself. I mean, a lot of this is kind of selfish because I'm like, give me some <laughs> advice, people who've been there. <laughs> um, but I suppose it's kind of 
being able to take comfort in knowing that other people have been through exactly the same thing and learning from how how they did it and knowing that you're not alone and and being inspired by people who have done it well and have managed to um, build a successful career while managing a, a family as well I suppose though it's also you know talking to people who are aspiring to to being parents and and I would love if this series kind of provided some some insight um, and, and gave a bit of a behind the scenes look at what it's really like to work and parent and just preparing for that change and then I guess thirdly um, it's kind of organizations in the insurance sector who you know, particularly those who really want to create those inclusive cultures and, and workspaces um, and want to understand and recognize the challenges that um, working parents have. Fantastic. And so what can what can our listeners expect? So what, what sorts of topics are we looking to cover over the next 10 episodes? Yeah, so, so many. Um, yeah, we're going to be looking at returning to work just two weeks after giving birth, managing a career alongside rounds of IVF, looking after children with additional needs and, and juggling a career and teenagers. Um, and yeah, as I kind of said before, it's it's all about celebrating the different ways that people become parents, um, looking at blended families and single parenting and, you know, the challenges that they face and how that looks like in the, in the workplace as well. So there's there's just so much to come. And personally, I can't wait to speak to the amazing guests we have lined up. Sounds so exciting. Me, me neither. Um, I mean, is there any are there any of those topics in particular that you're really looking forward to um, to talking about, Katie? Yeah, great question. I think um, for me, I'm really looking forward to the episode on parenting as a couple. So kind of juggling responsibilities and the role of the dad. Because um, I'm, I'm learning kind of through my own experience and with John, the husband, not the dog, um, that actually the dads have a really tough time. They they don't get any of the special treatment that we get when we're pregnant. Um they're pretty much ignored in the hospital during the birth process uh, and then they're expected to kind of just go back to work straight away full time and you know layer on top of that I mean John has been doing probably most of the night the night stuff um he's been doing a lot of the nappies and and he's also still working full time you know whereas I'm not working full time so they have a lot of pressure on them and they don't really get, I don't think, the credit they're, they're due really. So, you know, in, in our relationship, we're really keen to have a fair split of parenting duties and to maintain both careers, as I said before. Um, but but we are finding that we tend to fall into the, particularly me, I guess, fall into the typical gender role. So it would be really great to speak to a couple that we, that we have coming on to understand kind of how they're doing it really and to learn from them. What about you, Josie? What are you looking forward to? I mean so much of it um we're going to have an episode looking at um miscarriage and postnatal depression which are obviously incredibly important topics and 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 real risks that face all parents and I think something that a lot of us well a lot of people will go through but also a lot of people will worry about going through so I'm I think personally really looking forward to speaking to some people that have kind of been through that and come out the other side um but also I just love hearing about where the industry is is changing and things are kind of improving and so hearing some, some examples of, of of companies that are making steps to support people through those things I think will be really inspiring for me so excited to look at that as well. And what about you Raj what are you most looking forward to? Um, in particular I'm quite fascinated about the, the journey towards having a baby to begin with that fertility piece and particularly when you sort of look at women who were sort of at our stage in our careers who were like you know 
progressing really well and then is sort of making the decision as to when to have a family. And we're seeing, I think we're seeing more and more um, professional women who have to make that choice as to when, when is the right time, because we've got that always ticking biological clock. And then, and then when you do try, you know, the struggles to, for that to actually happen and then, you know, potentially moving through rounds of IVF and juggling that with work and juggling the messaging of that and having, you know, how much do you share? How much do you feel comfortable sharing? I think all of that is is really interesting. We touched on it briefly with one of our earlier guests, Ella Harper, who who sort of moved through her journey of, of IVF into actually becoming an IVF counsellor. And I think, you, you know, it's something that we just don't talk talk about enough in the industry. It, it's so uh, such a weighty topic that can really be emotionally draining. And the fact that we we don't really see, I guess, open support for for um, women and men who are, who are struggling through that, I think is something that will be really interesting to address. And I think the other thing is, I mean, probably because I'm so far away from this, from having a teenage child and managing that with a career, um, I think it'll be really interesting to speak to parents who who are, you know, juggling a professional career and and managing teenagers. I, I was a nightmare as a teenager. So how my parents did, God only knows. Um, I think that will be really, really interesting as well. Primarily because I just don't I don't know enough about it. Um, I think we don't talk about it again. We don't talk about it enough. So, um, yeah, I think those those are going to be. I mean, all of it's going to be really interesting. But those in particular, I think, stand out to me. I definitely don't believe, Raj, that you were a nightmare teenager. Nightmare, absolute nightmare. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, and I'd love to know because I've I've done a lot of talking on this episode. So I'd love to know from you both. I suppose what you're looking to get personally out of this series, Josie, do you want to go first? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm I'm kind of in that position that I think you just described, Raj. I'm getting married this year and, you know, absolutely loving my my career, the, the journey that I'm on now, but kind of conscious that I will want a family at some point and really trying to weigh up when is the best time. And I'll be com- I'll be honest, like I'm really nervous about it. Really, really nervous that. Um, I won't be able to manage both and I'll have to kind of give up too much of the kind of career side of things you know we my other half and I are really determined to share share the responsibilities and make it fair and equal but I think even just in the way that we're talking about it similar to what you said Katie we talk about it and I'm worrying I'm worrying about how I'm going to manage career and baby and he's not worried about that because as a woman um, a young woman with a career I almost feel like I need to fight to keep it whereas that isn't always the same the other way around because traditionally that is isn't how it's been so I'm I'm, I'm quite worried about it um, I'm happy to be <laughs> to be honest about that and so really keen to talk to some people who've who've kind of taken that step and navigated that and hopefully get a bit of reassurance um, that it is it can be done and that and again just to be in, inspired by seeing the fact that even though there's so such a long way for the industry to go I think talking about the change that is happening and the steps to in the right direction I think will be really encouraging for me as a young professional in the industry um the other thing like this is slightly less of a kind of a personal point but you know we the risky mix podcast exists to help with kind of diversity and inclusion and I'm I'm really excited to cover these topics that really directly relate to the kind of the level of diversity and inclusion we have in the industry um in particular around women either sort of leaving work um early on to have have children in the way that I'm kind of concerned about or later down the line um with with teenage children for example um I'm excited to see what we can do and what difference we can make by bringing this conversation out into the open and hopefully but you know by encouraging 
the industry to step up and to better support parents, we can actually take another step towards that inclusive industry that we want to see insurance be. So I'm really excited about that as well. Absolutely. Love that, Josie. And Raj, what about you? What are you looking forward to kind of personally from this series? What are you hoping to get out of it? For me, I'm always excited about exploring some of those taboo topics that that we still feel uncomfortable talking about, because for me, it's so much about supporting people's mental health by allowing them to be authentic in the workplace. So allowing people to come in and talk about, you know, the trauma of a miscarriage or, um, you know, the emotional drain of of fertility battles and and rounds of IVF. I think it'll be really interesting to just the more conversation we have about it, the more comfortable we all feel talking about it and, and the more comfortable I think employers and managers will feel, you know, having those conversations with 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 their with their teammates, with their with their colleagues, with their uh, employees. And and I think that's really exciting. I think it, it really generates um a level of of comfort to be authentic that I think will improve productivity as well as sort of you know, everybody's mental health. Um and then I think the other thing that's that's quite interesting for me is bringing dads more into the equation. Um, I think, you know, we are seeing this drain of, of women um, when it comes to middle management and, and moving up to the exec level as they try and struggle to manage, you know, both career and parenthood. And I think part of that is because there's still a, a bit of a, a stigma associated with, with men taking time off to spend with their children. It, it, there is still such a gendered um, view on, on the way that childcare is, is split. And I think that's a detriment both to men and women. We're seeing, you know, we're seeing the massive gaps in, in pension uh, for women in retirement age, but we're also seeing dads feeling like they need to go back to the office two weeks after their baby is born. So I think making it more comfortable for men to feel like they can take that time off and that they can, take a little sidestep from the career and then focus on things outside of work um, and spending time with their families. Uh, it, it'll be really, really important. Actually, I think it'll be really interesting to see how same-sex couples um, managing manage that because they, there isn't that necessarily that stereotypical sort of gendered view of, of roles when you've got two dads or two two moms. So that's, that's probably something that we can learn there in the way that we um, we view that the, the childcare duties there. So yeah, really excited about exploring some of that. Awesome. Great answer. And before we wrap up, so we are asking our guests to to impart with us um, their top parenting tip um, and what we would really like, Katie, is for you to kick us off. For those of you who haven't heard, Katie has shared this on social media. Myself and Josie have not yet listened to it, so this is new to us as well. Tell us, in your seven months of experience, top parenting tip thus far. Yeah, I mean, seven months in is not, uh, I've not got much experience, but I will tell you my top tip. Um, so as I said in the very beginning, I guess the hard, one of the hardest things for me has been time, finding time to actually do things and to try and do a bit of work alongside looking after the baby. So um, my top tip is to really make the most of the daily pram walk. So this has been just the best, I it's the favourite part of my day because I can I know the baby's going to sleep. That's priority. So the baby's going to sleep. Billy's going to sleep. That's perfect. Put him in the pram. Off we go. Um, But what it's also really good for is popping headphones in, catching up on work calls, listening to Josie's voice notes. (laughs) I was going to say, I think I've had a few pram walk voice notes. (laughs) The only time you get voice notes. Um, And also you get some steps in, you get some vitamin D, so you can tick off the exercise uh, box as well. So yeah, that would be my top tip. Just uh, make the most of the pram walks love it 
Brilliant. Absolutely love it. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Parenthood Diaries. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And hey, why not even share this episode with a friend? We want to hear from you. Follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter at risky underscore mix to take part in the upcoming polls and let us know what you thought of this episode. Let's keep the conversation going. And just one more thing. Do you have an amazing tip which will help out fellow working parents? Film a 60 second clip for social media, LinkedIn or Twitter or both with your response to life of a working parent, your top tip. Use hashtag parent life and don't forget to tag us so we can see all the great advice. I know I'm looking for all the advice I can get right now.